Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day nine in our Acts series. Take a moment and allow your heart to quiet and allow yourself to be present to God. Let us begin together in prayer. Jesus, meet us today. May your words remind us of who we are. Remind us of the ways you are at work in the world. Steady our hearts in you. Ground our souls in your love. And fix our minds on your words. Amen. The Book of Acts, Chapter 9 But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he went on his way, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were open, he saw nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple at Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Rise and go to the street called Straight. And at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus named Saul, for behold he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named 
Ananias come in and lay his hand on him, so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine, to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel, for I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias departed and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you came, has sent me, so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized, and taking food, he was strengthened. For some days he was with the disciples at Damascus, and immediately he proclaimed Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is the Son of God. And all who heard him were amazed and said, Is not this the man who made havoc in Jerusalem? of those who called upon his name. And has he not come here for this purpose, to bring them bound before the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength, and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. When many days had passed, the Jews plotted to kill him. But their plot became known to Saul. They were watching the gates day and night in order to kill him. But his disciples took him by night and let him down through an opening in the wall, lowering him in a basket. And when he had come to Jerusalem, he attempted to join the disciples and they were all afraid of him, for they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared to them how on the road he had seen the Lord who spoke to him, and how at Damascus he had preached boldly in the name of Jesus. So he went in and out among them at Jerusalem, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. And he spoke and disputed against the Hellenists, but they were seeking to kill him. And when the brothers learned this, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. So the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up. And walking in the fear of the Lord, and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. Now as Peter went here and there among them all, he came down also to the saints who lived at Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, 
bedridden for eight years. He was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Rise and make your bed. And immediately he rose. And all the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him. And they turned to the Lord. Now there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha, which translated means Dorcas. She was full of good works and acts of charity. In those days she became ill and died, and when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples hearing that Peter was there sent two men to him, urging him, Please come to us without delay. So Peter rose and went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them all outside and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. Then calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa. And many believed in the Lord. And he stayed in Joppa for many days with one Simon, a tanner. Now that we have heard the words of Acts 9, let us move into a time of reflection. Our chapter today begins with Saul's conversion, later called Paul. We have previously seen Saul as one persecuting the church. And now in this chapter, we find Jesus appearing to him and his life changing and his passion and zeal turned towards Jesus and the kingdom. Reflect on the life change that comes in a relationship with Jesus. How have you experienced life change in your life? In the lives of those around you? Have you noticed that like Saul, perhaps some characteristics that were true before following Jesus are now being used for his kingdom purposes? Take some time to reflect on these things.
as we continue in reflection. We are given a look into Paul experiencing Jesus in a real, intangible way. We may not experience Jesus in the same way, but for believers, our lives are marked by experience with Jesus. Consider how you have experienced Jesus. What have been some of the foundational times or moments in your relationship with God? Take some time to reflect on this. As we continue in reflection, we see Ananias as a man who both heard God and trusted God. What does it look like for you to trust God in your life? Are there any areas that you'd want to talk with him about today?
now that we have heard the words and spent some time reflecting, let us move into a time of intentional prayer. Like we see with Saul, pray for people to meet Jesus. Even if perhaps they seem like the most unlikely candidate, remember that no one is too far for God to reach. As we continue to pray, pray for your heart to be attentive to the voice of God. And that you would walk forward in faith and in trust in the steps of faith he asks you to take.
as we continue to pray, pray for your community to be led and encouraged by the Holy Spirit and to be growing in fruitfulness that comes from the Lord. If you feel like there is much more to say to God, or if you perhaps just want to sit in his presence a little longer, press pause and just continue on. But if you feel ready to wrap up and move on into whatever may be next, let us close together in prayer. Jesus, we thank you for the life-changing power that is found in you. We thank you that you don't leave us as we are, but you continue to transform our hearts and our minds to more closely resemble yours. Your goodness is everlasting. May you refresh and encourage our faith through the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.